Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Well, one of the positive things that's come from all of this COVID nonsense, ironically enough, again, is the uh, recordings that have been taking place of school board meetings. And, of course, some of the online nonsense teaching that's been happening as well, in particular regarding the Marxist indoctrination and whatnot. But this particular audio that you're going to hear about five minutes long, and it comes from uh, San Diego, California, La Mesa Spring Valley School Board meeting. And uh, give this a listen. It's pretty ridiculous. And of course, you can hear the bullying that's taking place, in particular from one individual who is completely brainwashed, calls basically everybody a racist, uh, makes fun of everybody, and then when briefly called out about it, decides to backtrack and then claim that everybody else is racist, not them, and it's pretty ridiculous. So go ahead and give this a listen, and uh, I'll break it down on the other side. My second dose. <laughs> didn't even, I don't even have my second dose. I've been delayed. I haven't. I still haven't received it, and I don't Which, know if I'm going to receive it. So I'm just saying if teachers are... Have to give somebody, we have to give the teachers, we have to give the students, the parents a date. Of what at least we don't have to we don't have to give anybody any date <laughs> we don't have to do anything that we don't want to do right now that's what you don't understand i don't know where you're getting your information or who's telling you that we have to make a decision today but that is not how this works we do not i know that you're new to the school board i'm not saying this is a slight to you but we do not have to make a decision today 70 to 80 percent of them have answered the survey they want to come back to school so this is what we're going to do. Who are the 70 to 80% and where are they? I would like to know geographically from which school sites, which language group, and how we conducted this feedback. Where? Please give it to me before I can make a decision. I can't make one. I cannot make one. And I will not make one. You're welcome to abstain, I, I believe, right? There's no reason to be nasty with me, Miss Riley. And we can present it for vote. And Charlie, if you wish to vote no, you are more than welcome to. Or you, can. I know what I'm welcome to do, you guys. I do, and I know that what we're doing is wrong. So how are we forcing people? That seems like a very white supremacist ideology to force people to comply with, you know, and conform. <laughs> Just letting you know, privilege. Check it, you guys. So I don't want to be a part of forcing anybody to do anything they don't want to do. That's what slavery is. I'm not going to be a part of it. Like nobody even knows. None of you guys even know what we're talking about right now. This seems like a mess. We should not be voting on this tonight. <laughs> you guys don't have all the information that you need. You guys are just saying what you're speaking from your heart, and that's fine. I I take great offense to the to the statement that no one on here knows what they're talking about right now. I don't believe that be the case at all. And um, I wasn't talking about you, David. I was talking about my fellow board members, especially the new ones. I'm not talking about me either. I'm talking about your fellow board members. I don't think well, that they can that's speak a fair for statement. Themselves. They can not speak for problem. themselves. If they have an issue with me, they can tell me, but you don't need to speak for them, David. I, I can speak for them if I choose to. And right well, now I choose not, to tell you that I think good. that is uh, offensive. Well, don't say that you can speak for others. That's not appropriate. Okay. So let's, let's, I'm more upset and I know this. And it's disrespectful. Like, this is the second time you've disrespected me, David. 
I think this should be a, that should be a private conversation between. Well, it doesn't need to be private. None of this needs to be private. Racism doesn't need to be private, Becky. I don't, I don't need racism to be private. What I need to do is move this meeting along so that we can address the issue of if we're going to approve the school reopening plan um, and if we're or not, and if we're going to set a reopening date. And that's what we need to talk about. By, by what exactly? By what you just said, Mr. Superintendent. You were shocked and appalled that I said that I thought it was offensive that you said your colleagues don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and then you said that you can speak for all of us. Okay. You don't speak for us. No, I, I wasn't. That's, that's not what not I was correct. saying. That's you not what I would say. That. No, okay. that's not what I said. Okay, Far, so. Not what I said. We need to stay focused. Well, if our meetings were actually recorded for the public, we would know that. It's recorded. But actually, they are. Rebecca announces that at the beginning. Where are they? Where are they? They're not easily accessible. I can pull it up. I'll show you. It says in here, it says in accordance with board bylaw 9324. This Easily accessible. Um, I'm sure that you could ask Kathy to. Um, Does everybody have a Kathy? No, this is what we're talking about. And you guys know what I'm speaking about. So please stop trying to make me seem like I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm dumb. And I would like to say that I'm offended by the smirks on you guys' faces. I'm just confused. Honestly, I, I I don't understand why you're so upset. I I don't. That's why I'm, I'm upset. I'm not upset. Now, you uh, may not you may not know me, um, but I'm not upset at all. Okay. At all. Okay. So that's just I'm just confused, and I know you keep throwing out the racism, but I am Hispanic, so um, I'm Hispanic, and I I have four adopted children. We look like the UN. So that's why when you say you're you're throwing out the racism, I'm like, I, I don't I don't understand that part either. So I'm just confused. That's it. These people are stupid. That's my analysis of this. These people are stupid. The people on this school board are dumb. None of them stood up for themselves except for the male superintendent, and again, and, you know, he didn't do a very nice job. He didn't do a very good job of it. He wasn't as strong as he could have been. Um, in their own little weak way, he tried to defend everybody. Uh, at least he said something, which is better than nothing, but everybody else just sat there for the most part and took it until, of course, the individual at the end, again, with the the virtue signaling of referencing her own family and well, I have multiracial kids and we're basically the UN and we're not racist. Look, you cannot reason with someone like this woman who was saying the things that she was saying. You cannot reason with them, so don't even try. What would have worked better is to simply just move along, make a vote, and get back to school. That's all they had to do. Instead, they let this woman just talk and talk and talk. They should have stopped her, cut her mic, and then just vote. They could have done that. But again, this is what happens in committees when they don't get down to business and they let one human being just hijack the entire thing. Didn't have to happen that way. They could have cut her microphone, like I said, and it, and it would have been done. But wow. Wow. And not to mention, again, the hypocrisy was just beyond blatant. She's screaming, she's upset, she's yelling, she's completely irrational, she's totally, she's just not well, is not a well human being. And on top of all of that, 
again, making fun of everybody and calling people racist and then being called out on it as, as briefly as she was and then saying, that's not what I said. You, you, can't, you cannot reason with someone like that under any circumstance. This too should show everybody how useless these boards are. They're useless. Now, with that aside, what I found interesting was, is it was kind of snuck in there a little bit, is the, uh, they apparently had some survey and 70 to 80 percent of parents wanted, wanted their, school, their students back in school full time. Everybody, all the time. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. They've just decided to wait a year before they decided to publish any kind of a survey. It never went away. People didn't want the schools shut down for the most part. They didn't. A lot of the students went, you mean I don't have to come back to school for a whole year? This is great. They loved it. Students loved it for the most part. And there were, of course, teachers who also enjoyed it for all the wrong reasons. They just didn't want to go to work. They didn't want to get up. They didn't want to get dressed. They didn't want to get showered. And they didn't want to go to work. And so you, you gave them an inch. They, they took a mile, just like this school board member. The school board member clearly doesn't want to do whatever it is that she's responsible for doing. And that's, again, all it takes on one of these committees. One bully, and no one stands up to that person, and then all of a sudden, you just have nothing but conflict and a total waste of time. Now, this particular video was linked to an article written by Sarah Lilly on American Thinker, and it's titled, The Case for Closing Public Schools Indefinitely. And she makes some pretty solid points. I've made these same points on the podcast here. Uh, I've written about a great deal of these in my upcoming book. So it's not very new. In fact, I tried to publish an article with American Thinker not that long ago, uh, maybe a month ago, and it was basically just about this. And they didn't, they didn't like it. They didn't take it. Uh, but whatever. Anyway, I'm going to read a little part of this article, though, because she kind of gets to the meat of the issue here. Um, about halfway down, it says, quote, not only do they hate you, but they don't care for your well-being or your children. Of your children, rather. They know that continuing to keep students out of physical classroom is causing irreparable harm to pupil pupils' academic progress, but they don't care. They aren't actually worried about themselves or your children con contracting COVID at school. They simply enjoy the time off. Hence, this is why Teachers Union President Matt Meyer dropping his two-year-old off at a private preschool while insisting it's unsafe for your child to go to school. And of course, I briefly mentioned that the other day. These people don't consider themselves to be a vessel for meaningful education. They admit they are nothing more than babysitters. Again, in that previous, uh, previous audio that I played from the California school district where all, all of the board members who were on there making fun of the parents for wanting to go back to school and you know wanting their kids to go back to school uh, ended up resigning out of embarrassment because they got caught. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, so this continues here. Quote, American public schools are no longer meant to deliver quality education. They are means to propagate progressive ideas by mostly childless and entirely miserable Marxists. To quote Michael Malice, quote, an ideology full of unattractive people who can't reproduce have no choice but to raise your children as their own, unquote. And then her article continues and says, and what do we get in return for all this progressive indoctrination, pathetic math reading, and science education stats? Again, as I've mentioned in the past, 
A public school that believes that a 70% literacy rate is a success and then they're graded as an A school makes absolutely no mathematical sense whatsoever. If you're graded as an A school, shouldn't your achievement levels among your students be in the 90% range? You would think so. But because of the state grading and the way that they manipulate all of the statistics, that's just not how it works. So, yeah. The math has to work for your students, apparently, when it comes to their grades, but when it comes again to the grades that the school district receives or the individual schools receive, the math doesn't have to work in that case, apparently. Um, it continues here, quote, perhaps you are still under the delusion that in the very least, public school is a place to keep your child safe while you were at work, think again. In 2018, Project Veritas revealed an undercover video where Union City Education Association President Kathleen Valencia assures the undercover journalist she can help cover up crimes committed by teachers and brags about doing so for another union teacher who had sex with a student. If you thought online teaching might protect your children from such perversions, you would still be wrong. In Montgomery County, Maryland... Just this week, a teacher's aide masturbated in front of special needs students on a Zoom call. He has since been placed on leave and will not face criminal charges. Quote, the insanity is only going to increase under Biden. The woke administration is intense, uh, is insistent rather on eliminating female sports and female privacy on campuses by letting transgender women, formerly known as boys, participate in girls' sports and the girls' changing facilities. Teachers already withhold information from parents regarding LGBT instruction in school. In Anne Andrew County, Maryland, staff have been instructed not to inform parents. If boys who think if if boy who thinks he is a girl will be sleeping in the same quarters as their daughters. That doesn't make any sense, but eh, whatever. None of it makes sense. Anyway, well, I'm just going to end this article here. It says, quote, uh, Dennis Prager says that sending your kids to college is playing Russian roulette with their values. Unfortunately, that threat has permeated all of K-12, and if you surrender your child to public school in their youth, don't be surprised when they graduate hating you for it. You know, that last paragraph is interesting, and it's true, and here's why. Very few students, as they mature or age, look back on their K-12 experience and say, wow, that was absolutely fantastic. Very few people do that. Very few people do the same thing with their college experience. They just do. They don't look back at that. I mean, there's clearly some, and you know, they, they show up to the alumni parties and uh, go back for alumni weekends, and they do all of that jazz. But yeah, it... Um, very few people actually look back on those experiences and say to themselves, wow, you know, I, that was just a fantastic time. I, I learned so much. It, it's, it just doesn't happen. And that right there, again, should be indicative of the entire system right now. And it doesn't have to be this way. It really doesn't. But unfortunately, when you have, again, someone like that who's sitting in a board meeting and is a board member, somebody voted for that person. That person, that person got on that board somehow. But that one individual was hijacking the entire thing. And that board meeting, again, is just a comparable snapshot of what actually is happening in K-12 education. That Marxism has hijacked the entire thing. Now, what people 
you know, many don't understand, even those that are actually in the business themselves and have been in the business this entire time, don't understand that that was the plan all along with American education. American, the, the, the idea all along, dating back to the Frankfurt School, was again to make American K-12 education a Marxist indoctrination camp. And that's exactly what's happened. So if it's not turned around, if school boards aren't reduced, if not eliminated, and if unions don't remove themselves completely or are otherwise removed some other way through criminal activity or whatever it may be, K-12 education in brick-and-mortar schools at the public level in particular will never improve. They'll never improve. They will, con- they will just continue to pump out mediocrity, and in this case, uh, they will continue to pump out very bad board members. Because if that's one board member, imagine how many teachers act like that within working environments. And I assure you, there are many. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Don't forget to check out AmericanEducationFM.com where you can make a small donation or even email us and be a guest on the podcast. Until next time, never stop learning, never stop reading, and never stop unlearning. Thanks for listening, and God bless.